outside of it. Fuck there ain't that. no way you want to paint when you get home from painting. Hey. Welcome back, all you beautiful people, hey. to the Woken Broke podcast. Did he just kick it off? I wasn't even ready, but let's do it. Let's do We're this live. thing. We're on. We're on. We're cracking this We're shit. We're live. Live on the cast. Cheers. Say getting it cracking. Yeah. Getting it cracking. Like 6 nines forehead. Oh yeah. my god. Yo. You seen that video? Dude, this is wild. He was bloody. Dude was just trying to have good, a little... good workout, and then he just gets he jumped said, in bro, the bathroom. He said, come on, I want to be famous. Say cheese, bro. And he <laughs> yeah, said that yeah. I was weak. That's Did... what happens, man. I mean, you know, yeah. when you're, I mean, people that take that shit seriously, you know. Like, I mean, he did talk a lot of shit over the years. It was only a matter of time I before know. something like this came around to bite him. It's, it's been longer than I expected, personally. I'm just surprised he didn't have security with him at the gym, though. You why does he I mean? go? He never out. has security. Why, why does he not? Have at least a... he posts about not having security. Well, it turns out he doesn't, and he needs it. <laughs> yeah, <I> swear <laughs> to God. he does, definitely needs it. Does do not have his goofball. own personal gym? Like, why does he got to go out? I swear, you're rich. He's probably rich. on the road or some shit. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah, sure. Maybe might. He's still he touring. He was in L.A., I thought. I thought that happened in L.A. People still go see him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's always. When's the last time he dropped something, man? Like a year at least. No, his more than that. <laughs> bro, what do you think about uh, Smoke Perp, man? That guy. Smoke Perp. Never been a fan. Me either, bro. He's ass. Who? Smoke Perp. Uh, I don't listen to this shit. Only <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be No, I listened to one song, and that was it. Oh, I've listened to more than one song, but... Yeah, no. Yeah, not a fan. Well, I shouldn't say I just listened to one. It was one that really turned me off. Yeah, I mean, like he was featuring a lot. He did a lot of features, and then there was one song he just, just twisted me wrong, bro. Yeah, fuck all that. Ever since then, it's been fuck that guy. Anyway. Fuck Smoke Burp. <laughs> Hashtag. Dude. Creating ops as the episodes go by. <laughs> Interesting shit. Just casually shoot shots. <laughs> yeah, literally. Where's I mean, he from? You can't go to that city anymore. This guy, <laughs> this, guy, this guy right here, bro, he wants to fight Jake Paul. You know, if this podcast bro, ever goes off, I'm going to throw hands. Bro. I think you would I, win. Bro, he was in the army. I, 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 obviously, give, bro, I think he could throw <laughs> He was in the army. That, I mean, that honestly, that has. Truly nothing to do with it, but... I think that gives him some, like, some benefit, you know what I mean? I mean, like, kind of, I mean, I know some army motherfuckers who could definitely get beat up. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, Absolutely. at least he got some type of training. Like, I get, you know what I mean? That I is give him true, his props, yeah. like, yeah. Bro, I'll just take Yeah, the, the other guy's a professional boxer, but I feel like... He's not He's not... He is, guy. it's tough. He got that, Bro, he's... It's not tough to say. He's a professional boxer. What are you Dude, talking about? his biggest fight was Tyson <laughs> Fury, realistically about? speaking. Tyson, Tyson Fury. Fury's that's not, not That's not who it was. It wasn't Tyson Fury. Yeah. It was Tyson Fury's little brother. Yeah, it was Tommy. <laughs> he was not fighting Tyson Fury. And Tommy Fury's nice, bro. He's he's not bad. Like, that, and they went round for round. Like, he's a good boxer. He fought the tiny Tom Hanks of the Tyson family. Listen, man, when you watch that long, though... I give you props. Like he stuck to it. He's, Bro, he needs fifty million dollars. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't give a fuck if I got my. Fa- I, you, any I guys mean, could beat my face in for fifty million. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that's that's the whole point. Why I'm trying. To, you know, we're trying to get no, this yeah, man yeah. to there. <laughs> he ain't worried about winning. Nah, he's worried about carrying. Worried about his back carrying that bag out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. Boy's gonna have his fucking back melting. Oh, Alex Dalton back on the show. How you doing? What's up, everyone? I'm great. Thank you guys for having me back. It's a Dude. pleasure. Alex, how's it been, man? Honestly, since the last time I was here, life has been nothing short of amazing. Life is very good right now, in a very good place, a lot of good things happening. Life's just great. He's on top. Cheers. Yeah, can we, I mean, cheers for that? Any crazy things you'd like to discuss or talk about? Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know, man. There's a lot going on in the world right now, you know? And, like, my, uh, my, the... The things that have happened in my life since the last time I was here are, are focused a lot around business 
And as you do, it's a, uh, it's an interesting time to be in business, especially the business that I'm in, which is mostly I, I work a lot in like startup communities, right? So like entrepreneurship, startup, you know, investing. Um, and the United States isn't really in the best place right now for that type of stuff, you know? Um, really? I don't think it's in the best space for anything, right? Yeah, it's not really in the economically. best space for <laughs> anything, man. It's... What's like specifically about entrepreneurship and that is not beneficial here in America? For you? Yeah, so like um, specifically with startups, um, SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, recently uh, tanked. Yeah. Um, yeah. They went under. Uh, the FDIC and the Fed had to back them up. They, you know, fully insured all depositors, which was great. But it does this thing where it's it's a lot of psychology, right? So, like, people now have a great distrust in this system. And this system really greatly affected startups. And the position that I'm in right now and the work that I do has a lot to do with raising money for startups. It has a lot to do with working with companies to grow them, um, grow organizations and stuff like that. And uh, it's kind of just a really hard time to do that in America right now. Whereas, you know, during the pandemic, when Donald Trump was president, um, things were firing on all cylinders, especially tech. You know, I I forgot, I left out a big part that I I work a lot in tech, a lot of like, you know, cutting edge technology, AI stuff. And, you know, as much as it might seem like that stuff's rolling right now, it's kind of a hard time for people to raise money. And it's only like, the big players that are winning right now. It's hard for small guys to make it in the U.S. as of the past six weeks. With tech especially, I mean, I was just at an event last night with EV chargers Mm -hmm. because they're popping up everywhere, Mm -hmm. and they're trying to find... I mean, they got a lot of funding for it because it's through the government, but they're having a very hard time, you know, trying to sell these things because they got the fast chargers, still 20 minutes. They're trying to bite as much power as they can off the grid. And then in the end, they're trying to build up a force as of, like, you know, trip away how they come and fix your car. Yeah. So trying to have, like, a battery-packed truck come around when your battery dies if you can't find, like, something to charge your car with. That'd they, be cool. They come around, and this is the issue that I have with it. It's like, you know, they're trying to fight, you know, climate change and all that. Yeah. But at the same time, they're going to have a diesel truck carry yeah. that big-ass battery. Swear. What about Rivian? Turn on that All generator. Trucks. Turn about, on that generator to come. What's the other one? It begins with an N. Rivian is the one truck brand, and then there's like, I, I forget it, these big like tractor trailers that are electric. Oh man, you know what I'm talking about? I forget the name of the I, company. I, I do know what you're talking about. They're having a problem. I know, especially they, in the north, in the northeast, and yeah, like anywhere with like hills and shit. I bet the Chevy Volt can't go up a hill without really? decreasing in speed. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. so embarrassing. <laughs> I would rather you know drop it in first. I don't know. Fucking rip up that hill. Yeah. yeah no, it's fucked on. You know, I'm, that's just me though. No, I'm I mean, with you. And in the cold, when it hits a certain like temperature, the battery dies fast as fuck. Someone dude, his battery died in 18 minutes when he left the house. That's crazy. That's yeah. That's no, sick. I've heard that about Tesla owners. Yeah. A lot of them say, hmm. you know, it just sucks in the winter. Like if you live. In a place like Florida or Texas or California where the weather is 72 all year round or even hotter than that, you're good. Battery's going to last you forever. Oh, yeah. But when you're up here in the north, that shit isn't really worth it. Not like a Minnesota winter, bro. Oh, you're done for. You Taking that Tesla. Tesla and bending it right over. I mean. <laughs> you guys seen the Rivian trucks? You ever seen the Rivian trucks? No, not either. I've heard about them. I don't think I've actually seen I've only them. seen one. This guy he comes into my dad's shop with them all the time. Like, he, he loves it. He can control it with his phone. It's sick. I watched him pull it across the street one time from his phone. No one was inside of <laughs> that's it. That's fire, That's man. insane. That's kind of hard. Get that shit hacked, or you got, a, you got a wild truck on the loose. Swear, that's the stuff that gets <laughs> me about all this, man, is, like, how much they're run by computers and just how volatile computers can be. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you get one cookie thrown in that thing. <laughs> one virus, one cookie. 
Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going nine down the street. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. No, that shit would be wild. Imagine hacking somebody's car. Like, that's going to be I don't like think the you have to imagine some dog shit. You don't need yeah, to imagine it, bro. Shit. It's real. It's going to be, it. like, eventually to the point to where your keys are literally just going to be a button and someone's going to yeah. walk up with, like, a ledger object you, and yeah, just, like, bro, walk bro. up to your car and unlock your You're shit. You're going to go into the gas station to buy a fucking Red Bull, come out, and your car's going to be gone. Yeah. That would suck. And the best part about it is... It's going to be a high-speed pursuit with no one in the driver's seat. Exactly. That's hilarious, yo. What if... Man, that's crazy. Imagine if someone, like... Dude, we're giving too many ideas out right now. <laughs> I'm on it, though. I'm, I'm always hey, thinking. <laughs> it's like we're the crime syndicate. I'm always thinking menacingly, dude. It's terrible. Well, I feel like, like with that, have you guys seen Black Mirror? You know, the one yeah, episode yeah. where, like, all the cars are just, like, kind of commercialized taxis, mm-hmm. and you, you just call it in, and then it drives you, and then it fucking takes off. And you think that'll be the like, wave? Yeah, instead of, like, because if everyone's going to have these cars... People like personal shit, though. Like, true, true. No, I'm do. not saying it has to be. I feel like... There'll be like that'll be like more publicized. I, I think you're right, dude. When I was in New York City just a couple weeks yeah, ago, yeah. they have shit like that, like self-driving cars. They're like Ubers. You can call them, not a lot, but and like you can't yeah, go outside yeah. the boundaries of Midtown New York City with them. Mm. But still, like you can call a car that doesn't have a person. And you know what would be crazy. wild though? Imagine like the afterwards, like the cleanup, like because imagine like a drunk person like hopping in and oh, Uber yeah, throwing no, up, no. and it's like oh, it just goes from that's one true. ride to the next. So it's like if that's there's no one to really true. stop it, what happens? So you I'm know what? I shit see that. I'm on that creative. <laughs> yeah, I'm on that creative control shit. Uh, right but now. a solution would be you wow. just have Come a person. Come on, Elon, sign me up. Like a, a a person with a camera inside like twenty different cars. Yeah, and they can just watch twenty different cars at once. And yeah, you pay that guy, but it's twenty less than you would used to have at a taxi business where you have to pay 20 people to operate the cars now you just have a robot that operates the cars in one person for every 20 vehicles dude the most despicable shit would still be happening that thing no you you're right hear me out hear me out whatever in you have cameras in the cars and then like you have an account linked to it maybe you have to are. pay more to bang or throw up oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> definitely bro. like, like if you have extra money for them you know damn well you're getting charged as soon as that shit leaves even a cough is probably five bucks you check the the next day it's dry it's bone dry dude that'd be fucked up <laughs> imagine if you were sick you come back you're bankrupt it's fucked up bro you wake up the next day you go to check your card empty done oh empty. dude that happened to me on a spin scooter once you wonder hey, why yeah. <laughs> you wonder why bro notification pops up on your phone you're fucked and what happened yeah go back to that spin oh scooter, this bro. is this is bad did it, it take, did it take your wallet it was fun man i had a fun <laughs> night it was just too fun man we oh, were down on the south side and <laughs> drinking this is pre-enclave days so pre your guys, your guys favorite oh, spot wasn't goodness. on the list of things hey, to yeah, do this, but uh hey jimmy diesel's guy yeah this is your jimmy d's era um i'm drinking it's snowing out and, uh, yeah, I just wanted to go home. I'm Irish, so I hit an Irish <laughs> goodbye. And uh, I dipped out. I grabbed a spin scooter, and I live about five minutes away from the south side up this mountain. I live on Mount hey. Oliver, the mountain. <laughs> and I grabbed this spin, and it's snowing out to the point where cars are slipping. So I want you to imagine how much this spin scooter was slipping. So I made it about not even halfway, probably one-fourth of the way, and I realized I'm not making this. But I was done for, like shit-faced. So I was just in the middle of the road doing donuts in a spin scooter for a while. And then uh, my roommate Jimmy Spinelli and a couple other heads pulled up on me in the car. They were like, where have you been? Where are you? 
And I was like, yeah, you guys are right. So I just launched the spin scooter in the middle of the road, got in the car, and we drove away. And I had never, <laughs> I never really stopped should. it from the running. Fun, the funniest part is when we pulled up, like, we literally were like, where the fuck did Alex go? Bro, I'm like, doing and then donuts I, in the middle <laughs> of the yeah, like, road. I want you to understand, like, awesome. like, this dude was Tokyo drifting side to side, like, like literally fucking back and forth. Like, it was yeah. the funniest shit we seen. It was cool. awesome. We are just dead. I was having like, a great car, time. Right? We just start yelling at him out the window, and immediately he just looked fucking through it. He bombed the scooter. Yeah. It was funny as hell. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we Sorry, had... spin scooter. Imagine if there were cars. We, st- we stole a spin bigger. scooter one night. Where is it? We should say... We indicting also, you. We, we also disposed of the spin scooter the same night. We just dropped it back off in a different location. <laughs> in a different location. That sounds a lot yeah. better when I put it like that. I mean... Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what you, you do picked it up you on the on land and dropped it back off in well, bro, the I river. Got, I got a truck, bro. I had to dump it, it real quick. I seen it just beeping, just scootering. You know, just fucking. Eh, eh, eh. I was oh, like, those are the worst. I hate that noise. I was like, you're coming with me. You're coming you saved with it. me. Well, yeah, I did it was something. Yelling out in distress, and we were like, like, please no. take me. And I was like, I'll take you somewhere. It was screaming, help, help, don't <laughs> take me, don't take me. <laughs> Stranger don't nature. Let, don't let these assholes take me. <laughs> Dude, it was, have you ever seen Taken? Yeah. yeah. Dude, literally, it's I like the scene you. underneath the bed where she's on the phone and then literally fucking, uh, what's it called? She just gets yoinked out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's a scooter. The scooter's That's a scooter. getting yoinked. <laughs> getting taken. Those are fun, man. Uh, Solid first date. Dude, early 2010s comedy. comedies. Spin scooter, they fucking, you take a chick... I took Jeremy on the spin scooter. Yeah, we we went on. Yeah. Okay. That's not what I was thinking of. Tandem. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, baby, we're on spin scooters. (laughs) Imagine that being a first day. Like, hey, baby, you want to go down to the point? Go get I don't have to imagine it. (laughs) I don't have to imagine it. It works, bro. Take her out for a quick bite. You have experience. Yeah, bro. Quick maybe, bite. Maybe might you in could describe summer. it. In the summer, Maybe bro. you could describe Obviously what happened. Not, you're not going to take her Tokyo drifted on a winter <laughs> night, bro. I know that. That's all I was saying. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a little quick bite and then spin scooter around. Oh, my God. Chase me in the park. Bro, ain't it, hey, uh, ain't it crazy as fuck what humans come up with, like, invention-wise? Yeah. Bro, don't a even get goddamn started. scooter, bro. That's just the least. Like, that's the most basic well, it's one. Well, like wheels with a fucking board. Dude, I know, but it's that, so fun. <laughs> the one that blows my mind is <laughs> NFC technology. Like NFC. Apple Pay. Apple Pay and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, scan. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have a proximity scan. They're going to have a tag soon. Yeah, they already like, have that. Boop. Not soon. It already works. Yeah, that not, yeah, not for me. Though, you know what I mean? I ain't doing that. Nah. <laughs> you what know, if they got in your bloodstream? They probed me, bro. The only thing in my blood is THC, baby. I oh, got the facts. I'm the already got tracking the facts. That is the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> my two, my last two brain cells have disappeared years ago. I've been they still, they, they fight. They fight sometimes. They yeah. fight when you freestyle. Hey, you be killing when you freestyle. No, fuck bro, you should freestyle right now. <sighs> Give me a little beat. Back a little beatbox. <laughs> oh, you got it. Uh, back again, uh, back with friends, uh, back on the pod, and we acting up. Ooh, all hey. time that we doing the shit, acapella, um, right back in this bitch. Uh, nah, I'm, yeah, that was the opener. That right was there, awesome. Bro. We should have did that right. intro, bro. Intro. That's the right there. Intro right there. It'll just be a black screen, bro, and we'll all just uh, uh, into the mic, and Spencer's <laughs> pop out like motherfucker, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I'll be like bitches immediately. Tell him about the he studio one the episode without it. Oh yeah. So um the other night I got yeah. to meet the owner of uh Tonic Studios and basically just got a nice little private tour. Hell got the yeah. bullshit with him. Uh basically got some like nice little rates for uh getting the studio for a day, so 
Boys are about to get the project. Like the going. I was just about to. Yeah, bro, I was just about he said, to put it to your mouth. Like, I was just looking at that angle, like, yeah. He was like, and let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you guys something. I love it, bro. The best is this when we're doing street interviews and spins like. Holds the mic away he'll, from his mouth and starts talking. Like, bro. So yeah, yeah, that's how it is. And then he'll pull it back to him. <laughs> no, they talking. Like, hold it to them while he's talking, and then pull it back to yeah, them. Yeah, and talking, we, me bro. and Jeremy are sitting there holding the camera <laughs> on the other side. What, like, the, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> just stone face, bro. Because like I forget, like I'll literally, like I'll be in the it's, moment we so much you. with it. The words like, you, bro. we love, like bro. I just zone out. I zone in. Just Mike like, was out. Do you zone out or zone in? Well, I do a little bit of both at the same time. I feel like it's the same. Damn time, he bro. zones out and in at the same time. Dude. This guy is a living zigzag. A living oh zigzag, dude. That's fire, bro. It's crazy though. Like I zone out whenever they'll start, like when people start just saying like just anything. But like I'll zone in whenever I get some good dialogue and I can like feed off of it. I feel like we've, we've oh, actually. I, I'm sorry, but I don't. I don't know. It probably doesn't get picked up on the mics, but I'm loving this ambiance you got in here with the. Uh, I hope it doesn't low, get picked low up. Low music, the very low music. Jeremy hates it if it gets picked up on the mics. Yeah, he probably hates it with that editing. I know it's a bitch and a half, bro. I just know it's a bitch and a half. I'm gonna Snapchat at two in the morning, and it'll just be like, "Fuck you." That's funny because he's still editing the fucking audio. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. In my studio, there are recording studios next to me, bro. Uh, So they record sometimes while I'm recording. uh I went over today. I was like, look, bro, it's just the bass. It's just the bass, bro. I need you to turn because, bro, I'm in like the middle of like a conversation with a doctor. And it's like, like, boom. Trap beats. And hey, I, was like, I was like, brother, please just turn keep down it the volume by five. Hey, uh, that's fucking man. He wants that's no he music. muted that shit. He's done with it. There wasn't even five. You, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I was like, he's like, fun. fuck you, mute that. He's like, oh, Alex, you enjoy that? Yeah, fuck, fuck you, <laughs> dude. Oh my, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, it is off. I bad. feel like the like the club culture. What do you club guys culture? think about it? Despicable. Awful. No, I'm saying like... <laughs> but we're still going. Yeah. I'm saying like, not the club culture. I mean the atmosphere and the aspect of like... You love it. I love dancing. Like, I love going Dancing's out just being fun. a fucking goofball. Like, I can't dance for fuck, but like, hey, I, man, just, I, I enjoy respect it. that. Like, realistically, no, we, see just you, we see you just cutting up some yeah, random times, bro. Down. Hey, I, I have my moments. Yeah, but moments, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, they, they come and go. Well, no, the problem I had with uh, the bar crawl was I ran out of all my finishing moves before a certain time. Dude. Like, I already danced all my finishing moves, and I was like, I'm going the fuck home. Like, I already I did all my shit. That's Long hilarious. That's I ran out, it's like Mortal Kombat. Dude, I ran I out of all my finishing moves. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> what is your finishing move? Could, could you describe it to me? I think I've probably seen it, but... You guys know what my finishing. Up in there? Oh wait, no. Yours is right a backflip. You or, guys or know. Oh, the backflip is definitely your finishing move, bro. If y'all could see my legs under the table, you would know how sturdy I get. He does get Me pretty thin. So sturdy, he gets stable. Stable out here, extra balanced. They must sound like I'm selling sturdy. You are sturdy. I feel like I'm selling New balance. Mad, yeah. <laughs> New balance get stable. <laughs> you get an and one deal from Shaq. Hey, uh, pipe. I wish, bro. We have, we have a dude who actually got shouted out by Shaq. Really? Dude, we know a guy, yeah. Hunter. Hunter? Oh! Yeah. Dude, Hunter, Hunter shout Prime. out to Hunter. Shout out to you, bro. You've been killing it. That's hard. Dude, His I shit have gets a... reposted everywhere to fucking ESPN. ESPN. He was going to be on America's Got Talent, but uh, 
Wait, what is he? We're gonna have series events. Yeah, dude. Wait, what is he? Definitely get him on. Yeah. What does he do? Parkour. Um, he does do social media for running, but he does he creates content. So like, any type of content that comes his way. I sometimes funny guy sports pretty much anything that'll bring up either like controversy or just make people laugh. Is he an athletic type? He's he, athletic, he is athletic. Yeah, yeah no, no doubt about it. Yeah, but it's pretty badass because he's getting millions of views, man. Like he's really out here doing it. He's actually he dropped out of college to pursue content. That's hard. And a lot of people were against that. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, "That's fucking dumb," but you got to see the amount of like pride he has in himself and just knowing that he's gonna make it. Yeah. Like he didn't. It did Plus, not face. He's having fun actually, while doing. That's it. crazy because fun. like if he's you really look fun. at it, like um, there's a YouTuber. His name's Destroying, and he uh, he played for a, like a college football team back like when Central Florida. Have, yeah, Central Florida, and literally like you couldn't. Uh, he like he got told he couldn't make YouTube videos or he couldn't play, so eventually he just decided like, oh, I'm not gonna play football, and then realistically like, now he what makes how much money doing YouTube? Life's how well, much the, better? Well, the laws from changed. It? Yeah. So like in before the NIL laws changed just about a year and a half, two years ago, that's why he had to quit because he chose YouTube over that, and the reason he has so many followers nowadays is because he chose that path before anyone else did. And he's still one of the best kickers. I mean, like, he runs these camps now where people come in. I mean, he gets millions and millions of views. And, yeah, you're right. He, he's a, probably a millionaire at this point, if not more. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, that's a, a huge respect, you know. I have the most respect. I don't know about you guys, but I have the most respect for people that follow what they really want to do in the yeah. face Thank of you. everyone else in their life telling them that it is the wrong choice. You know, I've been there. I think, uh, you know, a lot of us at the I table have, have probably been there, bro. <laughs> like, it's... You have to do what you love, you know, and even if that means for a while that you have to struggle, then it's it's worth it if you're doing what you like. That is beyond true. And destroying man. definitely did that, you know. I, I think that's a why lot of too. Like when it comes to like the podcast and music, like it's not, it doesn't feel like a job. Like this shit just is fun. Oh, like, this is I so do, fun. This is yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like strictly entertainment for us. Like I, I enjoy. The we just do this anyway. This is so, so fun. <laughs> we just <laughs> we're gonna make like, a show. I'll be honest with you too. Like yeah. literally over throughout the years, like I remember coming across so many people to where they would say like why the fuck don't you guys have, like, a YouTube channel and just, like, do funny shit? Because, like, me and all my friends, like, we're very social types. We'll go walk up, talk to people, and just, like, have a good time. Like, we like to vibe out, little social butterflies. And I kid you not. I don't like when you put it that way. I know. I, 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 try, I, I just try to make it a little funny. But my, my whole point is, like, literally, like, I would walk up to people and, like, I know how to do a little bit of magic. Like, just some shit that, like, makes oh, you think. Right. Your magic you tricks know. are a fucking thing of legend. He don't, he don't just like to do magic. This a thing this of legend. This calculator trick, I've never seen. I've seen it probably a thousand times. Oh, no, no, no. That's what I mean. But, just I, never, better, better. but I've never seen it not work on a crowd of girls, bro. It's crazy. And the wildest part is it goes past that because, like, I remember in situations to where, like, okay, back whenever I was, like, what, 15, 16, going on vacation with, like, literally almost, like, no money, I would go, like, literally up to shop owners and I would be like, oh, like, I'm a magician. Like, if I could do a trick that would blow your socks off, maybe I could get, like, a <laughs> basket of fries or, like, some dude, shit dude, like that. Yeah, we did that and with literally, flips. like, not as crazy. Dunkin' like, Donuts. Well, the one day we had, like, we had this little, like, comp thing going on. I was telling Shout Spence. out to Manko Manko Pizza in New Jersey. Yeah, I, hey. I, was, I was telling Spence. You remember the name. That's hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they fed me for a week. I was eating good Italian. We were we were at this mall. Pizza. And Spinelli is like, <laughs> pause. Pause. <laughs> this motherfucker, he's talk, He's like, all right, I'm going to do magic tricks. And I was like, I'm going to do a backflip and see how much, like, shit we can get. And this is a wild. Back, while back, this man got food. 
He was about to get ass over it. I'm talking, he just scoured the whole mall. They were about to give him clothes and shit. I mean, this, he's a magic man. I like to make magic happen. That's it's him. magical. He runs hey. on FM. Speaking of that, fucking magic. Um, if anybody, <laughs> if anybody ever Streaming like is interested in like the tarot card aspect of stuff, my actual card that I always pull is the magician, which is pretty interesting. At, like I've gotten probably like thirty readings, and I've pulled it an easy twenty eight times. Like it's fucking ridiculous. The statistics are pretty straightforward. Bro, yeah, no, like, are you an like Aquarius? Oh, he had that ready. He had those stats prepared. Yeah, no, like, yeah, those no, he was, notes. He was like, no, the uh, edge of this <laughs> natural light candy. Because like, I'll literally get uh, get it, like, my reading from uh, my one friend, Bobby. You, you guys all oh, we, know. We're, we should get Bobby on. We need yeah, to keep talking about yeah. this. Dude, he Sorry, actually... Sorry, man, you're gonna have to wait. Yeah, no, he's going to New York City. Yeah, ah, every time cast for, for a TV show, I don't know. Oh, really, really say enough. anything about like it. Today, like today, bro, he literally yeah. texted us today. He got uh, casted in a Netflix series. Bobby, sorry, to, sorry, bro, but shout out to you. Shout out to Bobby Petroski. Even like if you don't want people to know yet, yeah, yeah, they're congrats. gonna know. I'm sorry, there, bro, that's wild, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I love him. Gotta put his shit out there. Robert Martin on Instagram. It's fifty-fifty. I feel like he might love it. I don't know. No, he'll love it. Hate it either way. Yeah. It happened. Shun yeah. love. Shun <laughs> yeah, there's no going Congrats. back. Uh, that's one thing we've never done on this on this podcast is we've never stopped shooting halfway through any reason. Like it is a one take go. Like yeah. we don't stop, and I love that. That's the vibe. Why would you stop? I don't know. I feel like some people, you know, get like choked up for what they say. Like, oh no, I don't want to say that. You know, Fuck it's gonna make that, me look dude. like this. But the brand is like, authenticity. Exactly. Yeah. The brand is raw. The brand is we mean. We go raw. We go raw. He said we mean what we say. I maybe meant that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) Don't wrap it up. All right. Hold on. Sponsorship from Trojans still on the table, bro. Don't throw it off just yet. Yo, fuck a Trojan. Don't throw it off. I'm going for the Magnum sponsor. Magnum. I'm trying to get something that can actually use, bro. That's the bro. It's still a condom company, all right. It's still the company. We're not fighting over which company we can get the sponsors. We're just fighting over like any sponsor. I'm trying to get something I can use. You feel me? I want something that's productive. Small like, fucker, if man. I get a sponsorship from anybody, like realistically he speaking, like how can I slip this in? <laughs> yeah, 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 how yeah, can yeah. I get this in there? Not even. Literally, he's coming. Like, Where Magnum? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Have you bro. ever seen Always in Sunny Phil? Always in Sunny. You can't oh, even no. say it, bro. Get out of here. And Always Sunny in Philadelphia. There's one scene where uh, Frank's walking by uh, in this uh, carnival, and he literally drops uh, like a whole pack of fucking magnum condoms and he goes oh no i dropped my magnum condoms for my magnum dong <laughs> literally it was, oh, it's amazing i can't wait to put but, your uh, face over frank reynolds i'm thinking of the editing while we do this let me, let me store that for later i fucking love it my man that's why i love it. the tv references oh. too because like it just takes me back and i get to see you just Chew. You big always Bro. sunny fan. That big always fucking, sunny in Philadelphia. I never really got Josh into that, edit, man. Shit was amazing, to be honest with that you. Is this Josh still going? Or no? Took up uh, some. It, no, it spins it in the passenger seat, dude. It looks so real. I didn't know that. Sorry. It looked surreal. Hi. Oops. I dropped from my magnum vape from dude. my magnum lungs. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Little thing I might toss out here. I definitely shouldn't be saying this because it's kind of like, oh, fuck it. It ain't too top secret. But Netflix is coming to East Pittsburgh, and they're going to be using the family company's building hey, to yo. eat their lunch at for a day. To eat their lunch? But Scarlett Johansson's on the set. Ooh. Yeah, I might have to slap. So, so my saying. thing is, my thing is, if I'm going to just put this out there, I got the mini mics ready. If she's at that building, 
I'm getting a 15 minute interview with Scarlett Johansson. Hey, yo. It will happen. That, that's I'm running in that bit. That's, that's Black Widow, bro. That's, that's Lucy. Big. Do your thing with that the mics, man. Thing. I'm going to be waiting outside to get her 21. number, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be I'll out be, there be waiting. To talk to her like, and all those jobs. Uh, outside, bro. I'll be inside. I'll be like, hey, I'm going to let you guys strike out first. So by the, she's been worn down by the fourth time. Then I'm outside kicked back like, Oh, what happened? I'm a she's gonna, baby. She's going to pull out the SUV and whatever little truck she came in, literally. For she's she's Avenger, right by, bro. you'll be holding a little sign saying, take yeah, me with you. I will. She's I an just might, man. I might have to walk Crazy. in with the sign. I'll be like, hey, I'm the driver. When is this? <laughs> I'll start working out. I'll do the best to get on my Chris Hemsworth, bro. That's what I've been doing. Oh, <laughs> like before, before we shot this pod, I was over there just push, just push-ups. When did, the, when did you find this out, though? Yesterday. Yes. So when are they coming? I, that's the thing. I think they're coming within like the next. I think it's next month. That's pretty Ooh, soon. That's yeah. So it's pretty. It's pretty soon. It's pretty wild. And what happened was they were trying to like, you know, cut a deal on like how much do we have to pay you to do this. You know, my dad negotiated some shit. And then yeah, they're gonna be in there. They said hi. Uh, we would like to. But they're, you, they're using our whole lot though. Like so, had that or had. Wait, is this a parking lot activity? Yo, is this no, like a grill? I think they're a inside, grilling out. But they had these trailers. You know, like the filming trailers. Yeah, yeah. they're using like the back lot. For the trailers, park the trailers, yeah, yeah. like film. I don't, what I don't a know weird what place about. to like put on. I'm not trying to dox anyone here, so let's not disclose that. But what a weird place. What? Over at like, East Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh no, they shoot. Things is like, bro, what the fuck are you yeah, trying to say? <laughs> this is crazy. Like literally, I live right Think there. About, <laughs> like, I'm not even a minute away. I, I just had a conversation about this, about like just the infrastructure <laughs> in East Pittsburgh and shit, bro. I grew up, I grew up in North Brattle, which is like you know attached to it. But fucking, you got Out of the Furnace for Christian Bell, you got Batman, all these movies that were, like, shot in a shit-ass location, just so happened to be legit East Pittsburgh. (laughs) Bro, but even before that, East Pittsburgh was popping back in the day. Well, here's the thing. Like, a lot of people in World War II went from East Pittsburgh. There was a whole battalion from East Pittsburgh in World War II. Oh, for real? No. You got the mill, you got the, like, the battalion, which you're talking about, you got... It was cracking. Westinghouse, they did, like, the first KDK radio broadcasting in 1920, which is pretty fire. In the like some local history, what's that? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Literally, the first one. Fifteen minutes from here. It's crazy. What's that self wow. Rogan movie? It's like let's the pickle. Let's make a porno. Uh, uh, Mac and Mary make a porno. That was in Monroeville. Yeah, yeah. I swear. The, pickle, the old the Dairy Queen. I swear, I've been in there, and I would. Or think, actually, the new Dairy Queen. My bad. I would think to myself, hmm, Zach and Mary make a porno. Dude, while I, was I just watched that like every time, a couple weeks ago. I'm just like. Hey, yo, like, I drove Ralph's. They go to Ralph's in, uh, yeah. in Monroeville like, in the movie. Shit. It's still there. Yeah, no, Bro, it's, you know we went to Carrie Furnace? Who? You know Carrie Furnace? How we snuck in there that one time? <sighs> That's dope. Bro, I... I threw an event in the area. So I, almost, I almost threw an event at Carrie Furnace. Bro, you should still. Honestly, you know, so you for creators in the cloud... Pictures. Dude, I was, uh, I was between yeah. that, Carrie Furnace, and PPG. Uh, I was about Ooh. to check some. Oh, okay, now I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Up, up on top. Yeah, we we climbed yeah, the crane. Yeah, yeah. At That's Curry sick. Fire. You guys like the event? They throw events there, right? They do throw events there, and I have not been to one over there yet. They I haven't the been Turner's to Turner's event there. The only time I've been in there is yeah, when they weren't open yet. Like when they were shut down, like building. I yeah. snuck in, like climbed the gate to climb yeah. the crane. That's sick. But it, I feel like it'd be way sicker to go see a show there. Yeah, like they do cool events too. there, man. I almost did Creatives in the Cloud there before Dude. I did the PPG building. I don't know which one would be like PPG is still sicker to me. Just yeah, it was the city it's in, vibe. It's in the clouds, like and yeah, the, you literally the, can't was, beat the name was Creatives in the Clouds, so yeah, like we yeah, were literally in the fire. clouds with it. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, we were on the, when we were on the way down. Me, I was like, bro, 
He's really smart for that. Thank you. I no, fucked with it. No, it was some, a good no, no, some witty shit. I got, uh, I, this is another thing that's been of the last week, this, this development, but uh, I'll probably be throwing somewhere between 20 and 30 events between now and next year. March, sure. whatever today is. Bro, if you uh, need a bartender for some of them, yeah, come you on, need bro. a the photographer, you know, bro. You know I need a photographer yeah, and a bartender. You, bro. you know I need both of those things. <laughs> you know I'll get you your photos. The fuck today. Up. You <laughs> will. <laughs> swear to God, it like shouts to Jeremy, bro. Gets the fucking shit done the shit next done. day, bro. If, I mean, I mean, fastest turnaround of any for y'all. If it's for me, though. You need someone for crowd control. Let me know. That's crowd control. You're just gonna be there, man. You don't really have anything to do. That's what I mean. I'll be going for phone down. <laughs> what, what was that? Hmm? What? <laughs> Dude, say it one more time. No. Say it into the I mic. I heard it. It's like say it loud, say it proud, say oh, it with your chest. Oh no, you say it every episode. I'm he sure says it every time. Which we still do wonder, like, why, why can't you just call them girls or you know, ladies? ladies this isn't. Women. This is just an ongoing trend. Um, it is. It is. I love. I love to hear the different shit you call it. Rap music time. that influences you, bro. Is it propaganda that you see on the internet? One time I heard 50 Cent uh, talk about his advertising, and he literally said, um, like, they tried telling him he couldn't say something for a commercial, and he literally looked at them and was like, well, I'm a rapper. I can. And they literally let it go. And he was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Realistically, You have to be like that. Yeah, you did. You never never change that. I just, like, fuck with you. Yeah, no, I love it. I'll be honest with you. Keep saying how you feel, bro. (laughs) Old Spigs. Dude, I literally... It's the same thing as people who follow their dreams and shit. If people have a belief and they do not, like, they do not budge, even if it's against what you believe in, you still have to give them credit for, like, damn, they're sticking to their shit. I agree. There's power in that. I'm sorry. I just, I can't change my vocabulary. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There's power in that. It's like, look at me. There's women and then there's bitches. The difference is one has class. And the other one, I don't want to touch with a 20-foot bull. There's about a difference, you know what I mean? I like, think you touch them. It's not even a scenario, it's a true story. Wait, uh, so, so, he's like, he's what are you about like, to say? Hey, he's like, what are you about so, to say? Get under the bus. <laughs> so, no, no, she, she wasn't even that bad. She wasn't even that bad. <laughs> terrible. Well, no, Wait, like, you uh, were hungry one night, bro. And oh, you, and he, stop, and stop. Dude, this bro, is the second stop. time. Uh, second time you brought this up. We don't even need to go down this hole again. Not. She lived next to Kyrie. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It wasn't No, it wasn't her, bro. It's a different one. You just love it. We're just kidding. He's more fucked up. Bro. He's hungry, like, bro. What happened was, no, is you forgot your wallet one night, and you were like, bro, can I get to... Can I get some sheets with you? And I was like, and I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of low on funds too. Is it the same night? Same, yeah, same story you're talking about. Yes, exactly. There's only been one, bro. And like the thing is, too, Shorty was built like, like, have you ever seen like the, uh, the one episode of Futurama (laughs) where the, uh, uh, what's it called? It was like the Vi- Viking women. They're like no, six bro. foot four, fucking like just fucking big as hell. Literally, it was like proportional. It was just tall as fuck. Like it was, I literally got mounted by Everest. Do you feel me? <laughs> what? The, the la- I literally got mounted <laughs> by Everest. <laughs> That's quote. That's quotable right there. That's just so cool. But everybody smashes one big bitch. <laughs> Blue face. <laughs> Silence from the crowd. What do you guys got to say, man? Dude. Oh my god. Maybe. 
<laughs> he likes to keep his information disclosed. Dude, no I'm trying. Why. Hey, Ashley, you seen me. <laughs> you woke up, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you turned over. What's that sound? Oh. <laughs> Smart fucker, bro. We... All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just... I'm going to dive in. I'm not going to use any names. As you should. Because it's just, you know, I don't want to put that out there like that. But So we go on this double date back in the day, all right? And we're at this girl's house. There's this girl I was going to see's house. And we're sitting there. And she got a friend. Jeremy's cuddling her. I'm calling her. We're all in the same bedroom. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're, it was literally supposed to be just like, all right, we're just going to hang out, bullshit, whatever. So I'm sitting there like, and we both, we're like cuddling shit and we fall asleep. And of course she don't wake up. I'm the one who wakes up because I hear something going on, like right, like right next to me. Like the bed. Then there's a floor, bro. And I'm like, what the fuck is that, bro? So I'm like, Really? I, Did you say what the fuck is well, that? No, bro, because I was, like, I just woke up, bro. Like, I was, like, literally, like, wiping my eyes. Like, woke up to your amazing, like, deluxe. Confused, bro. And I literally turned. It's, like, it's not even, like, two feet away. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> I was li- I was dumbfounded, bro. I couldn't Dude, believe it. Who's, who's getting blocked? This man. Oh. Me. Hey. Me. Hey. I literally couldn't believe it. Been there. Or fucking seventy percent of women views just yeah yeah. Oh my god, it's like dude. Tank. I feel like like I'll be honest with you. When you look at like guys and women, you put them on the same playing field in the sense of like realistically speaking, like women are just as smutty as dudes and I think realistically it goes hand in hand I don't think it's bro. anything to do with gender people are just horny people are just horny out here no wait hold up this is a good point I really think it has nothing to do with gender it's specifically just modern day culture like people at our age just want to oh. go out have fun do you think there's an issue life. with that or I no. think to the extent to where I think people don't grow out of it and I think that there's going to be a lot of people that we know and or just in general that literally like, they're going to be 28, 30 years old doing the same exact shit that they were doing fucking when they were 20. This and that's negative. Like, you think that's negative? 100%, yeah, because you don't want to be stagnant. But, but, but at the same time, But why? there are a lot of people that This is a really good talk. Because about, when you get... What, like, so you're going you to be married by 28, 30? What if you're not? Yeah, you're not going to be doing the same thing? You but for an example, like, okay, if you're going... <laughs> like, for me, like, personally, if I'm popping out to local flats and that's my everyday, every week thing, like, that's not... It gets unenjoyable at some point to where it's like, why don't you go travel, go do something else? I don't believe that this is a new thing. It's just more... With social media and everything. It's more public. More public. It's more um, public. Yeah. I, I will say I feel like there's more partners, but... Like, how it used to be. Like, there wasn't TV or anything to distract us. All of our fucking grandparents had, like, seven kids. Like, that's what so there was back no, then. I it's just, like, for entertainment. They weren't looking at their we're fucking. They were it's fucking. just different. It's just different. It's just different, yeah. I agree. Definitely. Dude. It's they just, weren't scrolling. They were... And the, the here's the thing, too, and, it, and it's like... They were scrolling. They were scrolling. Like, when it comes to the actual, like... <laughs> they were literally scrolling, bro, the kids. When it's it comes to the actual culture and, like, the atmosphere yeah. of it, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's fun, like, yeah, that you're 20 years old, like, go out, have a good time. But, like, my whole thing is, like, you I'm saying, like, you can't... You can't be 21. Sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm trying to settle down out oh, here. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> no, but, like, my whole thing is just, like... Like, okay, when you're in high school, you have your hangout spots of where you go, and then you grow out of it to where it's, like, you get older, more shit opens up, and then you start going out and you do different things. 
that like when you get older like you're gonna be doing your taste changes you want different things like realistically speaking like i don't i don't yeah like yeah no i was just laughing at alex taking a picture of you but no, he, no, he's on a mission I'm, right I'm, now. Like, and I'm ready for like a relationship that someone like grow old with right now. Good for you, Dude, man. Damn, that's awesome. I'm not. Yeah. I'm honestly in the same boat. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm in a relationship <laughs> that I'm growing old with her, and we're just we're chilling, bro. That's I'll great. be honest with that's you. Awesome. I was in that phase, and then that shit creeped out so quick. My whole thing is just like yours was literally a phase. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, literally it because it's like okay, preferences. I've been single my entire life. I've never really tried to like force a relationship on oh my myself. God. Just because <laughs> I said about. about <laughs> okay, my bad. My bad. So literally, bad. like, yeah, I've only had one relationship. It lasted about four months, Scratching and literally, throat. I could you not like the relationship within itself was cool. I had like just minor issues to why it ended, but my whole thing is just like, for me, like whenever I was within it compared to out especially with like what i'm trying to do now it's just like time wise like even just doing shit it's like so i i don't have to check in with someone every fucking a couple hours you yeah. know what i mean like that type of shit like i will take those privileges now while i can like i would cherish them every fucking day like when i could just sit there and not have to worry about someone else thank god thank you <laughs> like all right, it's safe to say that you just ain't ready yet. Pros or, and cons. You know, yeah. There is pros and cons. True. Yeah, like, if They're you come across the right one, don't let go. That's some real shit. Like, yeah. if you, realistically speaking, you see someone that could be the mother of your kids or the father of your kids, take so, that, so, cherish that. So where do but, you think you stand, like, nowadays? Like, what, how do you feel about the crowd or, like, the lineup that I, you're getting nowadays? So, <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> Oh, are you man. talking like rosters, or are you talking sound bad. Ross? I wouldn't even say a roster. I'd say just a identified crowd of women, you know, quote unquote, bitches, as Smelly would say. <laughs> In oh, depends. There could be women. But, oh no. Oh, well, you said yeah. There is a difference. Yeah. And you do go in between both. So yeah. You know, I like the bob and weave. He does bob and weave. Bob and weave. Bob and so, weave. So, what do you think your statistics are to find someone that you could actually settle down with? Because you've been so, out there for a while, so, like, what do I, you think? I want you to put this into perspective. When you're talking about life partners and you're actually, like, sitting there thinking to yourself, like, okay, I want to spend every single day with this person for the rest of my life, that's, like, like going out, finding your best friends. Like, you're going to have ten for your whole life to where it's, like, these are my ride-or-die people, and that's, like, maybe ten. Real so, shit. realistically speaking, you're talking, like, okay... I live in this area, what are the chances of, oh, I meet this person, and this happens, and this, and it's like, like, don't limit yourself, go out in the world, go see some shit, go meet some people, and realistically, like, you'll come across the right one, you track the same energy you pull out, like, that's yeah. a vibe, Ooh. he said 905 shooter, you sneak one out there, yeah. sneak one out Trying there, to. But, yeah, no, it's like, my whole thing is I'm not against it. Relationships, hey, if you find someone that makes you happy, fucking take that with you. My whole thing is, don't let a relationship make you, like, like lose your interest. Don't let a relationship, oh, yeah, no. like, take over your life to the aspect of where it's like, if you can't be yourself, then fuck that there's shit. A, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, they do completely close themselves off and they get in relationships and they start becoming someone who they're not. They lose themselves in those other people. And that's where they fall, you know, nothing short of nobody you knew when you started that relationship. That's yeah. the worst. You know what I mean? Literally. So you, you're, you you know, a year, whatever, months down the road, and you start forgetting who you are. You're like, oh, I should start doing this again, but I don't have time and stuff. You have to make time for yourself. Because if you can't be you, if you can't be the best you, you can't be the best you for them. 
One of my favorite quotes is, a relationship isn't finding your other half. Because, like, yeah, two halves can make a whole, but it should be two whole people, like, coming together with their own interests and yes. lives. I have a question. I've like, always heard that two halves make a whole, but you should never yeah. look at it like that. Should you go for your opposite, or should you go for the person that you're most similar to? Oh, nah. Well, because I feel like you the, the reason why I say this is because I feel like when you talk to somebody that's more, like, when they're the opposite of you, I feel like you get like different qualities and traits pulled out of you that you probably never even try to look for within yourself to which that could be the benefits of it but then i feel like in like the areas to where like you really shine like i feel like that type of shit goes down you know what i mean and then it's like if you find somebody with the same interest then it's like realistically speaking then it's like you two click off you put all your eggs into those baskets and then realistically like you devote that to that you know what i mean and your relationship becomes like fuel to the fire, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that, that's actually how it should be. Two people coming together to reach a certain goal for that relationship, though. Yeah. yeah. Not for no, what I that agree. one person has. Yeah, so for we're, sure. literally speak, we're speaking the same thing. But, hey. yeah, never throw your dreams away to try to live for someone else. Here's my thing. Don't throw your dreams away. Like, when it comes to, like, a lot of, like going out and just like taking risks and doing stuff like yeah you weigh out your pros and cons to every situation but still at the end of the day like if you don't take a jump how are the fuck are you supposed to move forward like realistically everything's scary like even like realistically speaking like us doing this like okay we could say something people take it out of context clip it and then realistically speaking it's like okay what are we going to do about it nothing because people can do whatever the fuck they want but my whole thing is like okay like, that's the risk you take if you want to be a content creator. But realistically speaking, what's the pros and cons of it? Like, yeah. I enjoy doing this. I think it's fun. It's a great hobby. And apart from that, like, I could see myself actually making a career out of it. So it's like, okay, fuck them people. I'm going to have fun with it. People, if they know me, they know me. They're going to vibe out. As you should. I mean, no, not everyone's going to love you. Yeah. No matter what you do. You're always going to have haters. Hashtag top G's. <laughs> Hear me out, especially Clip that. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Clip that. Oh, oh man, that, dude. Those like, and you know what's crazy though? Like for me personally, like I'll go out and I'll see girls, and it's like, you know how like back in 2016, people were like real like political to where it's like you would literally have people being like, oh, like who who are you voting for? It's like, bitch, I'm 16, I'm not voting, but like, like <laughs> like I'm gonna be, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> But, like, I kid you not, like, fast forward, now it's like, oh, okay, people are, like, there was this one girl, she walked up to me, and she was just like, oh, like, do you like Andrew Tate? And Every I was, time. and literally, I straight up told her, I'm just like, I'll be honest with you, like, I used to watch a lot of YouTube, I don't really watch YouTube all that much, I know the guy, I think he says funny shit. I just had Do to be- I support the guy? Like, okay, like, one thing he said that she, like, literally mentioned to me was, like, he was like, oh, like, like, oh, honey, like, if you're on my jet, like, take a seat. And then the interviewer asked him, like, oh, like, what? well, what happens if you're on, like, Kylie Jenner's jet? And he's like, well, then I would say, like, babe, then take a seat. Like, this is my jet. Like, this is ours. And it's like, like, dude's, like, literally joking. Like, he's laughing while he's saying it. He's it's like, people, like, take that as, like, a dead serious well, comment. He's, he's doing that stuff. For attention, too, to boot. For attention. But I just got in a debate. It was, I think it was last week with this chick. And we were pretty much talking about, she was like, do you like Andrew Tate? And I was like. I was like, some of the stuff he says, you can't go off not liking or liking somebody. You should look at all aspects. You should see everything they say. Because I'm the type of person that takes the good out of somebody and not all the bad. You're not going to say something to me that's like, that's fucked up and I'm going to hate you, not like you, not listen. Because I I might learn something from you. 
If I shut off everyone's opinion because I don't believe in it, there's a chance that I might not be able to open up and learn something. That could be a value life lesson that I could learn off anybody. This could be anybody. So if you instantly shut someone out for something you didn't like they said, in that next sentence, they could have said something to you that really connected and you could have learned. But instead, you were too hard-headed and closed-minded to actually open up and understand that, take it in, evaluate it, and then... You know what this really gives me vibes of? Like, when you look at, like, politics, for an example, it's fucking crazy because literally, like, okay, now it's at the point when you look at, like, candidates actually, like, like, have their discussions. It's literally them just trying to take shots at each other compared to them actually making points to where it's, like, realistically speaking, politics in general is just opinions of how shit runs to where it's, like, realistically speaking, okay, you can be verified for both sides for having a fucking opinion. It just literally comes down to how stuff operates to where it's like, okay. Can I, uh, can I challenge you on that point real yeah. quick? Um, and this is something I'd love to get Jeremy's yeah, position yeah, on yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't want to leave that. You know, I, I don't think that that's the truth when it comes to politics. I think politics can best be described as, yes, very opinion-based, but also the efficacy in which the solutions that are proposed operate on. On statistics. No, 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 no. So by efficacy, I mean the actual value and impact that the solutions can have. And, and this is something that changes. And I went to school for economics, so I'm very much tied into an understanding of how certain governmental programs and political you know, viewpoints can affect the state of how people live in our country because I understand money and economics. But at the same time, there's a whole different side to politics, which is societal impact. And like, Jeremy, I, I listen to all the interviews. I listen to all the woke and broke stuff. Appreciate that. And I, and I very much listen to what you say because I sympathize with, with what you say, which is I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, I think you have a viewpoint that is very sympathetic. And I think you understand that there are people that very much struggle in this world. And Absolutely. it's not fair. And I agree with you on that point. It is not fair with how much people struggle. And with the way our system is set up, it makes it hard to get to where you want to be. And I'd agree with that. But I think some things that I hear, not just from you, but from a lot of people recently, is that they have a, a very a fundamental misunderstanding that there is two different sides to politics in the fact that one is very much practical and implemented in the form of economics, and the other is completely societal. So I, I think the government does a really, a really bad thing the government in the United States is doing recently is trying to treat societal problems as a governmental and political issue when that's just not the case because social norms are not something that are changed by a law abortion is not something that is changed through laws if someone wants to have an abortion dude i don't care if you go to texas or any of these states that are entirely against it they're gonna get it they'll just leave and and that's something that that it really irks me because you can put as many laws as you want in place. Guess what, dude? It's still illegal to kill someone. It's still illegal to sell drugs. People are still going to do these things. Do and that's not how you thwart the actual action that you're trying to go against. It's about cultural and social change. And I, and I think that people confuse politics and government action with actual social change. And there's there's different ways that you can work around both of those things. So, like... This long-winded point is me just saying that I don't think that it's about just opinions. I think it's about solutions and providing the Always. right solutions to people. I completely agree. Um, 
I'll try to like start from the beginning and long-winded answer back. My bad. Um, I'm definitely very empathetic, uh, especially like from the town that I grew up in to just having like several breakthroughs and like just meditation and like on the world's problems and like solutions in America and like. Before you go, can you tell me as well as whoever's listening a little bit about that? Because you know, I I know you obviously. You know, we've hung out a good amount of times, but but I'd like to hear you know right. a little bit of the background what um, that town was like. In your town. Life. Uh, relatively small, I'd say. Like, everyone in town, like, knew each other. There was, like, probably less than, like, 100, 150 in graduating classes each year. Probably way less now. But um, the mill closed down. Like, everyone was just kind of, like, backwoods, West Virginia almost kind of deal. It's only, like, 45 minutes away from Pittsburgh, so not too backwoods. But uh, there's just nothing to, like, really do around there. Um extracurricular-wise, so a lot of the kids are always, like, going to either, like, get into drugs, alcohol, doing some, like, dumb bad shit. I feel like there needs to be, like, more opportunities in these, like, small local towns and establishments. But, no, I'm very empathetical to just all these, like, the causes, really. And and a humanitarian aspect is just, like, none of us are really, like, want or ask to be born but i feel like we should definitely meet people's needs and give them a chance to really succeed in this world um i know i've talked to a couple people i was talking to one girl from uh norway they have like a mixed economy there where it's like a strong like middle class and um a lot of social programs for like the lower class like and i feel like here in America, we don't invest enough into those lower classes. And um, we've seen our wealth from the 70s just instead of trickle down, it stays at the top being kept there. Um, sorry, my bad. No, it's okay. I'm going to just... Um, but... And I, it's, it's I'd tough. agree. I want you to know, and I want you to go next. I'm not going to interrupt you okay. here. Um, I agree with you. I think where the disconnect comes is in how we fix that and what no, the absolutely. underlying issue is. Um, but, Gumfer, I don't, I don't want to interrupt, so please, what you got to say? Um, economically speaking about how people that are from, you know, are, areas of poverty, how they come up is and how it's set up in the government is welfare, if nobody knows, is a legitimate trap. They feed you only a certain amount if you get a job and you start making money they take the welfare off you so then you're stuck and you know you're stuck trying to find your own way build your own company and you have to settle for these lower income jobs and you have to settle for these lower income jobs because if you make a certain amount they kick you off there's no actual establishment of where they can move you forward through that there isn't it's literally made to keep you in the same spot that's what it is and it's fucked up because a lot of people are pissed off because, oh, I pay taxes to these people and these people live in these areas and this and that. I can't believe, you know, all my tax dollars are going towards these people so they can live off me. At the same time, we're all stuck in the exact same loop because they can't get out either. It's very hard to get out of that. If it wasn't for a little background for me and my family, before my dad started the company and me and my brothers started working there, we were on welfare. We lived in North Braddock. Our house was seven thousand dollars. You know what I mean? House with no walls. If that company never took off, if he didn't work his ass off, if we all didn't, you know what I mean, have to pull through and do that. If we failed, we were fucked. 
You know what I mean? It's like an all or nothing type. It's an all or nothing type. And that's what I mean too. Like earlier on when I was talking about like taking leaps and shit. Like when your dad did that, like, like I remember he actually told me the story behind it, and like that's some shit to where like I really think to myself like, damn, like he really put his neck out there and like that shit came back to really benefit him. Like that, you know what I mean? That's the dream, though. But in the in the end, there should be stuff in place that actually helps people who want to get out of the situations to get farther. I do agree with that. You know what's crazy, though? I feel like to some extent there's always that disconnect to where I feel like a lot of the issues that come down to where it's like, oh, community-based, it literally comes down to within its community to where it's like, there's a lot of times to, like, you'll see events thrown at, like, like in Wilkinsburg or wherever the fuck, and then it's like, okay, a shooting happens, no one throws another event there, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, why isn't shit happening, and why is shit getting boring? It's like, because... Like, literally, it's like taking your fucking privileges from a kid in school. It's like, if you get caught swearing, guess what? You're going to go sit in the corner by yourself. Congrats, you're by yourself. Like, you know what I mean? I will say to Alex, it is, like, a very compound, complex situation of, like, all these different problems, like, compounding on each other. Like, with the rise in the homelessness in America and different big cities and everything, it's hard to be a homeless person because, <laughs> like, once you lose your house and you can't afford an apartment, can't afford rent and all this stuff, you don't have an address for anywhere to, like, be sent mail to job applications. And one thing that I wanted to say, which is really relevant to, I think, everything we've talked about is one thing that really makes me angry about this country and social media and the internet and just people in general, our, our culture here in the United States is that people disagree so often they don't even know what they're talking about. Our disagreement is not on the fact that homelessness is an issue. No, no, I no. agree with that 100% and I, I feel very bad for the people that are homeless and I've seen it firsthand, dude. I've right. been to San Francisco, I've been to Colorado, New York City, Miami, LA. Like I've been where the homelessness is the worst that it can be in this country and i see it and i know it's an issue and the shit that pisses me off is not that people aren't solving it it's it's not that people are trying to solve it that's not what i'm mad what i'm mad about is people aren't putting the right programs in place right and and i speak I, i speak to this as someone who understands programs and governmental programs and in business which on a large scale maybe it can't solve homelessness but it can solve it 65%. And right now we're at about 18%. And and the thing that makes me angry is it's not – the solution is not taxing people 15% more or 30% more or 40% more so we can make up for those extra percents. The solution is a better allocation of how we divvy up the funds in this country. And it's a better way of running this country. And that just is a whole other conversation of of how the government, you know, is is messing things up. But – but it's really, I think, the division in this country has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with political beliefs. It has to do with people that don't understand that the things that they're arguing about, at the end of the day, the government is never going to solve. They're not going to put a program in place that solves these things that you and your ex-best friend used to fight about and now you don't get along with at all. Because like, of that. <laughs> that's, that's just not how this works. This is a society. The United States is a 330 million community that we're not going to solve something with by putting in place something that pays you $650 a month to 
to live off of and buy groceries. It's just it's economically and societally impossible and, and, to do. And actually, the price raises coming up. No, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's no, just yeah. also just pitching on that. It's making it damn near impossible. But go ahead. But no, I completely agree with you. There's nothing I was disagreeing. You know, I was just kind of transitioning slash bring up like another problem and like subject here. Because I seen this lady was talking about it on um, she posted a video on Reddit. She was like homeless. And she was from New York. I love Reddit. Dude, it's amazing. I've been on it so much recently, <laughs> bro. But she was talking about it, and it's just like all these homeless people that are living in a shelter, they're even like disabled veterans and like That's fucked. people that are handicapped. There. And it's just like they should not they fucking be there. Literally can't afford to get a place, especially with the how the housing and market is right me now. Off. And how all these corporations are buying up like all the housing, and that's another problem on itself. But yeah, and then going. I don't think you should put the corporations at fault. I will challenge you on that point. Outside corporations, like China, foreign, foreign foreign investment. I could see where your issue comes there. That yeah, that is an actual issue. But at the same time, that we dive then into a conversation of, well, the United States wouldn't be here without China. They make everything. And, and all of the things, all of this equipment, all of the hardware, that laptop right. that you've got in front of you, it doesn't exist without them. And it's like, where do the trade-offs end, right? But wouldn't it? We just kind of outsourced all of our work to China to make yeah. all the stuff a little cheaper. And it's cheaper. fucked. It's been going, it's been no, going on it's, for way too long, absolutely. and it has damaged the United States workforce. I feel like oh. if we have definitely based most of our stuff here and made it, like, American-made. It's fucked. It we sucks, had, though. It we, sucks. American-made shit sucks. We had someone in office who was trying to make everything come back to the homeland for infrastructure. Not even going to say his name. But last you thing know, on last thing on homelessness, <laughs> too, is just like, so you do manage to get a job, and I think it's like 40% of homeless people do, she said, have a job. But it's just like, you don't have a place for to wash your clothes. You don't have to place a shower. And it's just like how, like, no job wants to, like, keep, like, smelly people around if you're, like, working, like, with food or something. So it's like sanitation is an issue, too. It's it's just no, so it fucked is. because if it's you don't fun. have a phone, where's your alarm clock? Like, you know what I mean? It's just the simple you know, basic man, stuff that we get every day. One thing that I, I fucked up on and I sometimes fuck up on in this conversation is I will shit on California a lot. I'll sit here and shit <laughs> on California all day about how fucked up that fucking place is. But I will sit here and tell you that they do have programs in place, man. Like well, they do. I've been there and I've stayed there for extended periods of time and I've seen in person programs being offered to people and they do not take them because of the liberties that other programs have given them to be able to just fuck off. And that's that's not me saying that that's what everyone does or even right, that that's right. the majority. It's just me saying that I've seen the inefficiencies of the government programs firsthand, and, and that's what fucks with me around how we actually solve this problem. There's got to be another way. And I'm just naturally someone who tries to think outside of the box, and I, I think that we've got it fucked. But Definitely anyways, find got solutions his ass beat, to old problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I ask you guys something? Yeah. When do you think the death of actual conversation started? The oh, death? No, no, no. This is actually a super interesting topic, and it's it's a good theory, actually. So it's it's like, it's that, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, it's like the atmosphere of, like, getting into a conversation, like, really, you know, trying to be one with the people and ask questions about the world around you. Yeah. But the world around you is so caught up, you know, politically and all this bullshit. It's like, 
the actual conversation that you want to have, that actual human connection that you want to have with people, cannot be related to because something just fucking gets in the way, and it's always something that's just out of our hands. SoundCloud. Like SoundCloud. <laughs> the crazy Lose thing. Evert, 2016. Oh, my God. That dude. social media era, I think that's what killed it. Dude, like, I'll be honest with you. I Like, even when you look at it beforehand, like, even in the earlier 2000s, like, I think that's when it really started to where it's like, okay, like, just in, like, pop, pop culture, you literally see, like, um, what's it called? Like, okay, like, Eminem, for an example, he was vulgar as fuck. Like, he literally was getting canceled on a weekly basis for calling out celebrities oh God, and this yeah. and that Eminem and it's like you look how watered down everything became from that compared to like when i mean watered down like for an example you look at like mob deep and all these other people like they're literally telling you stories of like how boys are getting murdered and now it's just like now when dudes do it like they're just on some shit to where either they're about it or they're not and it's like in this society you, you can't really tell unless like it happens and my thing is just like Okay, with all that, I just think, like, when it comes down to the actual culture within itself, I feel like converse, like the actual, like, conversations died whenever people just stopped listening. Like, so what do you mean by death of conversations to our viewers? Or I'm saying, like, listeners? for an example, like, this immediate second, like, you hear someone likes, like, a different team from you, or, like, just on, like, just the sport aspect. Typically, people are like, oh, yeah, boo, fuck you. Like, they bust your balls a little bit. What really is starting to happen and what I'm actually talking about is, like, when it comes down to, like, beliefs and comes down to, like, religion and, like, like all these, like, things that actually make up, like, your your actual person, who you identify as, as a person. Like, every conversation becomes closed-minded. People just, like, don't want to listen because either everybody's right and at the same time, everybody just wants to just have this imagination of how the world works to where it's like, if you sat down and just listened to someone for five, ten minutes, it's realistically speaking, you might have a different outlook on how you look at life. Being open-minded, yeah. Like, every single day, like, okay, like, for an example, I smoke. Like, it's my bad habit, realistically speaking. It'll be my downfall. But... I kid you not, like, my dad, like, every morning, like, he'll wake up, he'll tell me there's no better high in life than waking up happy and healthy. And, like, realistically speaking, he's 100% right. But at the same time, it's like whenever I do smoke, like, you know, I take that responsibility on myself to where it's like I know I'm damaging myself, but at the same time, like, I'm closed-minded off in that aspect where it's like I listen to him and I, like, I stay back from it as much as I can. But at the same time, it's like I'm young. I can get away with it a little bit. I want to enjoy it a little bit. You feel me? No, I agree. People, their minds have become more concrete. They won't accept new information if you give it to them, and they don't accept new ways of life. Or They're only in their own minds thinking of, like, this is how it is. It's either my way or the highway kind of deal. Yeah, right? like, yeah. literally, uh, my buddy Lewis, like, he travels all around the fucking United States, and he's about to make a little Europe tour soon. But, like, he comes across, like, so many different people from all these different walks of life. Shout out Big Lou. I kid you not, like, it's crazy to me, like, dude, literally, like, he'll go out and he met these uh, Indians on this Indian reservation. And, like, there's, like, hot springs and shit like that. Like, that's the reason why he was there. And he goes into this hot spring and immediately, like, when they see him, like, like, these dudes, like, at first, like, they were kind of being a little bit more shy, like, didn't want to really talk to him. And then, like, Lewis, like, he's social as fuck. Like, when you see Lewis, like, Lewis will talk to you. He's not afraid to say how he feels. Like, he's one of the realest motherfuckers because of that. And, like, 
literally he chops it up with these people he starts bullshitting with them mm-hmm. like just starts asking them about the land and shit like oh like are you from here this this that and the third these people end up really fucking liking him they're like yeah no like most people we come across that are just like just around like they're just assholes they look at us a certain way this this that and the third and it's like you don't it's like when did people stop getting judged based off their individuality compared to like what they're actually grouped with because you could have a Republican that's a very nice person. You could have a Republican that's a scumball, but you could have that on the same exact side. So to say, oh, you're slimy because of this, it's like, realistically speaking, you're just an idiot. Unless it's like, okay, there's something actually being talked about specifically. So my this, – this is literally just yeah, a yeah. – I would say – smelling calls is a hot take. This is a hot take on this. So if you want to find out if someone is closed-minded or open-minded – Ask them what kind of music they like. And if they only like one genre, the chances of them being closed-minded are very high. When you're able to listen to multiple genres of music and vibe out to it, I've learned that those people tend to be open-minded. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like, you could think about this on so many different aspects to where it's like, okay, like me for music, for an example, I don't want to just be a rapper. I don't want to just be a singer. I want to be an artist. I want to make, like, okay, like, I want to fuck around. I want to make rap. I want to sing. I want to make R&B. I want to make reggaeton. I but, like, that. also, too, like, I want to make, like, a country song just right. fucking around. Like, just Most want some shit to own style. Yeah, and my whole thing is, like, the reason being of it is, like, you look at your best artists, they all dived into different categories. They labeled themselves as an artist compared to actually just being, like, oh, you're this, you're this. Like, realistically speaking, it's, like, those people became individuals because of it. You know what I mean? Can I make this positive? Go, go into a positive route here. Yeah. Isn't it just incredible how we are capable of that? We have the potential to be whatever we fucking want. Why limit ourselves to one genre in music? Exactly. Why limit ourselves to one sport, one activity? I like why, that. Why, hey, why Jackie one Robinson. way of thinking? Wait, why one way of thinking? Why, why one way of thinking? Huh? Jackie Robinson. That was, uh... No, that there's a lot of... Bo Jackson. Jackson. Oh, yeah. No, Jackson. wait, hold up. I'm uh, tripping. Wait, no, there's... Michael Jordan. Too, no, no, no. Michael another, Jordan went no, from I'm thinking of baseball. Michael Jordan? Yeah. Bo Jackson. No, wait. Oh, Michael Jordan there, played baseball. No, there's, yeah, a, there's yeah. a dude who played wow. in the NFL, but he actually played in uh, the MLB, too, and he actually scored a touchdown the same week that he hit a home run. I it forget the... Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally Bo Jackson. The way he ended at the end where he said it was <laughs> Bo Jackson. <laughs> I kid you not. Every time this man. By the way, hey, just for the people out there, goat. just I'm so you guys you. can know a little bit more about me, I'm a person, I'm amazing with faces, but when it comes to names, I am a blank if slip. Seen Jackson, I can't remember. Like, he'd be like, it was him. I hit the home run and scored the touchdown. Like, unless I see you on a day-to-day basis or you're a day-to-day figure in my life, I'm it's Sorry, name, but bro. it's literally up. Uh, What's Jordan. my name? <laughs> but, he said, oh, "Yeah, no, even like that? different I'm ways of thinking. Yeah. There's like okay. lucid ways, and then there's just like you can only drunk be ways, yeah, drunk ways, <laughs> <laughs> like, psychedelic like, ways, a one-track minded, yeah, like lucid, yeah. like really encompassing like all different ways, and being able to see the point of view of the other person's side. I feel like it's very important. I agree." I think there's not enough of that. There is also, too, I feel like people are just scared to have the conversations because they're afraid if they might offend somebody else to where it's like, realistically speaking, if you offend somebody trying to learn something, what the fuck? Like, you you know what I mean? That, that's how shit gets learned. They don't even try to learn anything else. You'll try to talk to them. Yeah, that's what I mean about If like, you say something that they first don't agree with, and like I was saying earlier, like, if they were like, oh, you didn't agree with that first thing, so fuck you, like, you could learn, you might learn something. 
Honestly. Open them ears up. Let's go. <laughs> and I find, man, a lot of the people that make presumptions about people and are, and are prejudiced in a lot of ways are the same people that have failed to actually open their minds up to other people having different experiences as them. You know, like uh, people that judge you by the way you look are those that haven't met enough people in their lives that have had unique experiences that are different from that of the mainstream opinion to right. say, like, you know, so myself, I, I've been to a lot of different schools. I've, I've schools. I've been, I've lived in low-income communities, um, and I've gone places where people don't assume that of me when they look at me. Um, and, and I think that's just a, a testament to it being wrong. You know, I, I think there, there are people out there that have this perception of the world that is, if you look this way, you are this you way. You must be that way. And, and that sits so ill with me because every single person that I meet in this life, I try to treat individually. Every day I wake up, I have a reminder on my phone, as a matter of fact, that says, be an individualist. Every single person and experience and scenario that you come across in your life is individual of that moment. Dude. And uh, I, I just, I, I hate when people don't take that approach on life because I think it's incredibly damaging to the way that you experience people, scenarios, and ideas. There's two, there's two sides to every, every coin toss. And I'm going to go into even back to the you know, people being homeless and all that. So just a perspective on that. If you see a homeless man in the street, you think, oh, man, he hasn't, you know, this guy, you know, he's homeless, doesn't have nothing. Like the usual people, what people would think. It's not what I would think, but a lot of people are like, he doesn't have nothing, this and that, you know. goes off the deep end. If you put that same guy out in, out in the middle of the woods, he would be an explorer. He'd be a wild man in the woods enjoying his life. He'd be living off the land. That's a perspective. Live off the land? That's literally what that would be. Big Lou. Say, definitely <laughs> don't Big judge Lou. a book by its cover. <clears throat> you know what's actually crazy to me? This, act, the wild. this kind of makes me actually too. think... Yeah. You know, like, okay, like, circumstances, like, shit happens, you, like, there's shit that's uncontrollable, and there's shit that is controllable based off your actions, and, like, like, you, one thing is, like, there was, like, a panhandler outside of, like, Sam's Club out in Monroeville, what? and the dude, yeah, no, this is way back in the day, like, uh, 2013. Uh, I would have never expected to hear that. Yeah, no, listen, what, what word was that? A panhandler. What, what is that? Like, a dude who just, like, begs for money, he sits outside, he's homeless. Okay, but I'm not familiar. I never, I would never, yeah, I never would have called them that. Thank but, you for that. Yeah, yeah thank you. Look, the more you know, look at me. I might, I might test that out. I might test that out next weekend at the bar, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches is panhandling out here, man. Bitch, hey, trying to fucking take my Next money time a girl asks you for a shit, shot, man. next time somebody asks you for a drink, be like, are you a panhandling? Panhandling, hey, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoo, shoo, you panhandling. Make it derogatory. <laughs> panhandling ass bitch on my phone. Um, hey, you're yeah. learning. <laughs> and then there's a... But, so this dude, like, I kid you not, like, he would literally sit outside of this place for the time, like, the place would open to close, and literally, I kid you not, he would disappear and people used to think like oh he lived under the bridge that was right there and no like this dude like eventually one day somebody got curious and they followed his ass and he ended up going back to like a eighty thousand dollar vehicle he ended up going back to a house with family the kids. Hustle. and then like it's wild because that dude was just in a spot to where like he knew he could make money and do that and then you see like got money people. if they're going to sam's club bro well here's the thing 
then after that, then it's like you see people that will be on the street, and it's like, okay, you could either see the disability or it's like you can't see the circumstances that happen, but then there's people that are actually down and out. And I feel like like the credibility is lost in it because it's like you don't know who's who, and you're just going based off of just how you feel in the moment when you give. And that's why, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, helping homeless people and all that shit, like, it really just, like, like, if people were just happier, I feel like fucking people would just do more nice things. It's like a triggering effect. Like, be a positive influence, you'll see a positive influence. Like, you attract the energy that you give out. I preach that shit. I, love I agree. It. Like, literally, that's why I, next to you guys. It's kind of fucked up that he would beg for money and then go back to a home. Yeah, no, and the craziest part was, like... That energy is going to follow him, though. It's just, like... Yeah, no, like, think about this, realistically speaking. Like, okay, that's a situation where this dude did that for how long, and then it's, like, you see other stories that blow up on YouTube, the news, and all this other shit to where it's, like, damn, like, okay. Then you get that perception in your mind to where, like, okay, all these people are just trying to make money, and then you see these other people that go out, and they're making, like, $3 a day because they're actually fucked up, like, trying to walk up to cars holding a fucking two-by-two sign, like... Uh You know what I mean? Have, have yeah, you guys yeah. have you guys met the ten dollar woman in Southside? Dude, ten dollar woman got me. <laughs> have you guys met the ten dollar woman in Southside? No, I've not introduced Ooh. me to this. So she seems to be spawning everywhere for me. Um, spawning well, she, Ice Spice? No, no Will no, her no. too, <laughs> dude. Ice Spice. I seen her at Sheets, and Spinelli met her, and he was like, "My bro just met you." And I sent him a picture that. Oh, I bro, I met. Oh her my too. god! Did you, you not hear? Did you not hear about my the Pittsburgh Ice Spice? Nah, fill me in, dude. Just I, when I walked by that day, she was like, "Ooh, you look good as hell." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, I appreciate you." No, he, he, he does, man. The crazy, <laughs> the craziest part is whenever. Uh, so I was like, I was at the bar for St. Patty's. I was getting ready to go leave, just to, <coughs> like just to go smoke, just for a little bit, little oh pop out, God. pop in action. This video and literally, he's cut the video in, bro. Oh the friend, I kid you not, we can cut this video. I'm going to want ice spice. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was, is so my friend literally brings me into this car, and she's like, "Yeah, we're about to go smoke with these two girls," and I'm like, "All right, but so." I literally hop in this car, and the second I sit down in this car, I look forward, and immediately I see this girl's afro, and I'm like, hey, yo, I'm like, you look familiar, I'm like, has anybody ever said you look like Ice Spice? And then she goes, yeah, and then literally I was like, did you see by chance this person? And I was like, this is my boy Gump, and I was, yeah, no, I showed her a picture of Gump, and she was like, oh my god, he walked up to me at a sheets and said, can I get a picture with you, you look like Ice Spice, and I was like, hey, yo, that's hype, I'm literally smoking a blunt with Ice Spice, can I get a video? Fast forward, I start taking the video, she, she starts, yeah, just, she loved it, throw it up in somewhere. Oh, we will, yeah, my picture will be up here somewhere, and then the video will be up there somewhere, yeah, no, that shit's funny as hell. I'm just saying, I was actually with Ice Spice at one point in my life. Like the Ice Spice? Yeah, actual Ice Spice, yeah. Where at, man? New, bro, New, fucking New York City, bro. I kind of figured that. Yeah, bro, right up in New York City. New York did, Fashion Week. Did she call you a munch? I was like, <laughs> I'm a munch! I'm in the club, bro. You couldn't hear anything. I'm screaming from the other side. She's like, call security. What's that white guy doing? I'm getting baby. sturdy over in the corner like, I'm a munch. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. If you see, okay, can I, can I keep it a bug? If you're a single guy, you're walking down the road, you see Ice Spice coming across you. Dude, I'm going st- Never mind. What what's your opening line feral. for ice? <laughs> He's going for He said, bro, my opening line, feral. No, I'm kidding. Dude. Yo, what, Firewater, what up? 
<laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. What would be the pickup line for her? We all know who I Spice looks like. Like, what would be the first thing? Like, if she, you could pick out like a, you know. I'll be honest with you. Ah, that's tough. I, if I, if I'm actually trying to finesse, I'll walk up and probably hit her with the uh, the love at first sight little pickup line. Which, but what is that? So I'll I'll literally walk Give up out to someone. And I'll, so staring at the camera while you do it. Oh my bad. I yeah. No, I'm so I'm used to bullshitting with people. I don't even look at the camera too much, but. Yeah, fucking, literally, a good pickup line is you walk up to someone and be like, I don't believe it, love at first sight at all, but you make one hell of an argument. And when you say that, you watch the reaction. Bro, I, just, I just heard the voice. The, his voice changed. It did. Yeah, I, I, the, riz, the frequency riz. Just fucking. The suaveness is starting to come out. Uh, Suave Sphinx. Suave Sphinx. Dude. Uh, but that's good. a good one. Um... Yeah, no. Pickup lines are tough. What if I walked up like, hey, I'm trying to eat some Cheeto puffs. Girl, you look like a cheese puff. Let me get that. (laughs) (laughs) Say anything you want. I mean, I wouldn't even call her a cheese puff. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't really find her too, too. It's not that she isn't pretty. She's just not my type. Not my type. Yeah, like. Couldn't be it. It's tough. I'm not going to lie. I I could use an ice spice feature, but do I want to feature her in the crib? I don't think. Damn. I might have to pull a Drake. Might have to hit her with the refollow on the gram, though, after she sees this. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm kidding. <coughs> oh, so you're not a munch. Have you guys ever I'm been offered really a shot munch, and no. didn't take it? What do you mean, like a shot? Yes. Of? Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> dude, dude, we have somebody we know. We have a friend, TT. Oh, oh he's God. tequila warrior. I, I know TT. Uh, she T-T's is the tequila warrior. <laughs> well, she's the salsa warrior, but she could fucking she could. Shout te- out TT. Tequila is in her veins, bro. I went just there. I went to Mexico one time, and I stayed there for seven days, and it was an all inclusive trip. I'm not joking. Like you guys, like actually might think I'm fucking with you, or like this is an exaggeration. I drank tequila at every single meal. Despicable. Between nine a.m. on the day we got there. And, like, the second we left for the airport. Were they, like, big glasses? Yeah. No, it wasn't... I wasn't oh. sparing. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, like... Like, it, you're familiar with the term bender? Yeah. On the highest level possible? Who's bent? Oh, wait. <laughs> on up. tequila the entire you have, time, I'm so bro. sorry. He became an acute to, angle. You have to tell him the story. You have... Bro, I'm, I'm sorry, but this is, like... Oh, this is shit. some G shit. Like, just oh, listen, please. Shit. This is amazing. I was in Mexico. Get ready to clip this. <laughs> I'm in Tulum. You know what they call Tulum? Like on a grand global scale, like people all around the world, not film, just in the U.S. People call that the Instagram model capital of the world. So like this area, it, it has these jungles and these beaches that are right up against each other that make for the best Instagram pictures in the world. Literally, like people go here just to take pics. Like it's it's gorgeous, man. And this is right in the middle of the pandemic. So like, you know, I'm not going to try and flex like I, you know, I'm like really balling like that. But like. You know, it was cheap. So, like, I went out there, all expenses paid, you know, one fee, drinks, food, flight, stay, all in one. I'm turned. Now, I, I will say, it was cheap enough to where I bought a bottle every night. Like, and in Mexico, man, if you guys don't know, like, the dollar goes a long way. At least when, back then, you know, it's a yeah, couple yeah, years yeah. ago. Dollar went a long way. So, I'm buying a bottle every night. And there's this club that's right on the resort that I'm at that's crazy, popping. Like, I met a producer from OVO there. 
um, you know, a bunch of, bunch of like famous people where I'm at. I'm saying this nice ass place, right? And I'm with like 15 people. I'm just like vibing, having a great time. Shouts to all the people I went to Mexico with. Big Bob. Um, swear, Bob, <laughs> Bobby was there, swear. Um, and, uh, this one night I went to the club, man, and I'm having fun and I had met some people and, uh, I bought some, uh, you know, stuff to smoke on the beach and uh, I had a bunch of it back in my place, like in my room. I'm at the club. I'm having a great time. I'm wearing white pants, so I'm in that mode. And uh, <laughs> in the fucking zone. I'm, I'm dancing, bro. And, like, they don't really see too many. Like, there are people that have red hair in Mexico. Like, Canelo's from Mexico. You know, it's not like red hair is, like, an anomaly in Mexico. But, like, there just aren't a lot of people that look like yeah, but me. But Canelo's still unique. When it yeah, comes to there, that, there's but. not a lot of people that look like me or talk like me in Mexico. So... Like, when I would meet these Mexican chicks, like, they loved me, bro. Like, loved me immediately. And I met a lot of them this one night, man. And long story short, I'll just, like, cut out, you know, spare the details. I brought 13 Mexican women back to my room. What? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thir- I swear to God it was 13, bro. It was me, and I was sitting on the deck. The deck was no bigger than, like, our table here. And I was sitting in one chair in the middle, like, in between you two guys. And there were 13 Latina big booty women. Women. Muy bonita, muy bonito. Un poquito español, muy bonito. Very beautiful. All of these women, they were gorgeous. And I brought them back to my place. And um, uh, Mucho fiesta. Mucho fiesta. Bro, it was awesome. I had the time of my life, bro. And I'm just saying go to fucking Mexico, man. Can I just I'm just telling you guys to go to Mexico. Where are we going, bro? I want you to... The best part is when, when I first... Broke trip? Dude, Fuck yeah. Pot in Mexico? Pot in Mexico? Pot in Tulum? These mics... Or portable motherfucker. Hey, we'll go listen, we all learn Spanish. Go to Mexico. Do share out need to the, learn it, bro. Spotify. Espanol, just a little Espanol. All you need, bro. Share, share out the podcast to Spotify so we can all go to Tulum. Please. Please. Facts. Throw a little podcast out there. Dude, Actually, live I'm, stream I'm, it for y'all. I'm going to do what a lot of girls do. I'm going to put my Venmo in there. Yeah, my yeah. My cash yeah. app. Fund my whole trip, please. Please. Buy my <laughs> drinks. But seriously, you should. Go visit our Patreon in the link below. <laughs> <laughs> Go fund me. Tips are <laughs> fun. We're actually all panhandling. Pan- what is that, panhandling? Yeah, let's pan- go panhandling. Panhandling. Let's go panhandling. I've really never pan- heard of that. Dude. No, 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 I've heard of it. But I've, I've heard, heard of it, but never knew. knew. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I just want to say, the first time that I actually heard the story and he told me it, I heard the other end of the story to where his the person that he roomed with, yeah. our friend Bob, I kid you not, he's like, yeah, like, yeah, no, like, I went back to the place and, like, I just see a room full of Latina women, and he's like, there's literally 20 of them. And, like, I literally heard this, and I was like, was there's awesome. no way this happened. I call up Alex, and Alex is literally just laughing. He's like, yeah. And then he tells me the whole story, and I'm just like, dude, why the fuck did not come to Cancun? Bro, it was fucking awesome, man. Like, I can't even explain to you guys how awesome it was. Like, you just had to be there. Like, I felt like, yeah, it, it was just awesome, man. I can't even, I can't even put the words. Mm, about an hour and a half. Closing in. We ready yeah. to go. I don't know. What are we trying to do? We can kick it. Go to Mexico. Hey, <laughs> we're Mexico. ready to go. Like, let's go. Right. So, before we kick it off. He's trying to go to Mad Mex. I want you to <laughs> tune in and subscribe for next week. We have adult dancers that are at a local nightclub in Pittsburgh, and they're going to talk about their experiences on this podcast. Wait. So, tune in and subscribe. I'll be there after. That's Absolutely. Hype. 
Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, all you beautiful people out there. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night. Subscribe. Stay beautiful.